0: You are listening to REACH MD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, professor of surgery at the Chicago Medical School. And with me today is Dr. Harley Liker, medical consultant for the very popular and successful television show, House, who is assistant clinical professor of internal medicine at the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA. Welcome, Dr. Liker. All of us have seen the program house, and it certainly is great. How did you ever get to be medical consultant, and what is it like?
1: Well, it turns out that, uh, as I've described this before, it was pure nepotism. A very good friend of my wife's is a woman named Judy Shore, and she's married to David Shore, David is the creator of House, actually an Emmy Award-winning writer who's been uh, a very successful writer for many years on different shows from, I believe, Law & Order to um, uh, Hack and Family Law and others. Uh, It turns out that uh, David's children and uh, our eldest son uh, were in a pre-K class or a nursery class, and the Shores lived just two or three blocks from where we lived. David was working on a pilot and obviously knew that I was a physician and asked me if I would be willing to uh, help him with the show. What
0: exactly is a medical consultant in a television show?
1: Um, A medical consultant uh, basically advises the writers and the creators and the producers of the show as to kind of what is technically accurate, what is grammatically correct in terms of really the, the medical lingo that doctors would use in speaking to other doctors. Uh, additionally, uh, medical consultants are um, called upon to generate ideas and kick ideas around about topics that would be interesting from what we call the, the A story, which is the kind of the major theme throughout a given uh, one-hour episode, versus also coming up with B or C stories. These would be kind of sub-story, something that may be going on in the clinic just for, you know, two or three minutes.
0: So you are involved with the storyline in terms of coming up with some of the ideas?
1: Absolutely. I think there was kind of more and more of that in the in the first season. As you know, House is uh, just getting ready to wrap up its third season on the air, uh, and I anticipate that it'll go on for several more years, assuming the executives at Fox feel the same way, but it's been a a hugely successful show, so I'd be surprised if it didn't continue on for quite some time. But uh, certainly in the early part of each season, the writers go through a process of what they describe as, quote-unquote, breaking stories. Sometimes the uh, writers will come up with a story that uh, they understand what the final diagnosis is, but they need kind of some of the twists and the turns and the things that often confuse or, or serve as decoys for the audience. Uh, and I will help them with that. There have been times where I've come up with a story that I thought would be a a great story for the A story. There have been B stories and C stories that I've come up with, but it really is very much a a collaborative effort.
0: Now, do you base this on some of the patients that you've had in the past?
1: Absolutely, Uh, and one of the things that I do is at the beginning of each new season, I will go in and meet with the writers and often will bring another physician with me. I've brought a neurologist in with me one time. I've brought an infectious disease expert with me uh, on another occasion. And the thing that the writers are often interested in hearing about are our most unique cases, our strangest cases, our funniest cases, the cases that were the greatest diagnostic dilemmas. And then they like us to tell them kind of how we solve those and, and what the path was.
0: Now, you mentioned diagnostic dilemmas. When I bring up the show House to my medical students to give them a little bit of entertainment in their education, I tell them that it's very similar to the Mayo Clinic uh, when it first started, that the Mayo Clinic was primarily a diagnostic clinic. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Is House based on that same principle where this is primarily a diagnostic Clinic?
1: Yeah, that's basically correct, Mark. Uh, although we didn't design a House or Plainsboro Community Hospital to be another Mayo Clinic, uh, Dr. House and his team were really put together as a group of uh, expert diagnosticians that could really figure out the difficult diagnostic dilemmas. So uh, I think you are correct in your in your assumption that, you know, these aren't your typical primary care physicians that are looking at coughs and colds and sprained ankles, but uh, really looking for the tough cases that are interesting and that other physicians may not have been able to solve.
0: Now, isn't Dr. House double-boarded?
1: Correct. So when, when David Shore came to me with the idea about the show, he said, the one thing I really need a lot of help with, Harley, is figuring out how to give the various characters on the show the appropriate uh, credentials and backgrounds so that we could put together you know a pretty comprehensive team. Now, now granted, you know, since there wasn't going to be a neurosurgical case every week, we weren't going to have a neurosurgeon and as I'm biased uh as an internist towards kind of internal medicine specialists, and I think the show just worked a little bit better with having medically trained individuals as opposed to people that were surgically trained. One could argue that. But anyway, for for argument's sake, what we ended up doing was making Dr. House double-boarded in both nephrology and infectious disease. I chose nephrology because in my career, uh, some of the brightest clinicians I've come across uh, are actually nephrologists, and there's one particular person at UCLA who's really thought to be kind of the diagnostic guru, and it turns out he's a nephrologist. Uh, Additionally, at the time, we had just been through an anthrax scare. Uh, I think there was, I don't think avian flu had come up just quite yet, but people were certainly concerned about communicable diseases and bioterrorism. And I thought if we gave Dr. House the additional credentials of an infectious disease expert, it would allow for some very interesting uh, storylines. And not that I can give away what uh, the April 10th episode is. Uh, but it, it actually has to do with some communicable disease that takes place on an airplane. I'm not uh, telling you anything I shouldn't because I think they've shown some previews uh, for that episode already, and hopefully uh, some of your viewers will have the opportunity to uh, see that show.
0: Now, one of the things that Dr. House does, which is very familiar in Uh, educational medicine, is he writes on the blackboard the differential diagnoses. And some of these are so esoteric that I have to go back to my medical books to remember what they are. How accurate is that differential diagnosis that you present?
1: Oh, I think we try and make it as accurate uh, as possible. And I should be very straight with you and let you know that I'm not the only medical consultant on the show. Uh, There there are two other uh, consultants that serve in a very similar capacity Uh, to the capacity in which I serve. Uh, That's Dr. Lisa Sanders, S-A-N-D-E-R-S, who actually writes the New York Times Magazine. She's on staff uh, at the Yale School of Medicine uh, and is a widely published author in the medical literature. Uh, Additionally, there's another very interesting guy by the name of Dr. John Sotos, S-O-T-O-S. John is a Hopkins-trained cardiologist who came very close to becoming an astronaut, but just missed out because of a a nuance in, in his vision test. Anyway, so the three of us kind of give feedback to the writers. I should also mention that there is a full time MD by the name of Dr. David Foster, who's a I think a, a Harvard trained internist who has left the world of medicine and is dedicating his time to writing and and um, being involved in the medical television world. I know he's uh, worked on ER previously, uh, at least on a few of those episodes. Uh, and now is kind of the full-time medical advisor on, on house. And he's uh, at the lot at the Fox studio, you know, basically five days a week. Uh, the, the other three, myself and Dr. Sodos and Dr. Saunders, uh, obviously do this remotely. But to, to answer your question, oftentimes the, a writer will come up with an idea for a story. So let's say, even if we go back to the original, the pilot, which I helped David Shore with, I think it was a case of neurosister it was obviously going to be a patient that was going to present with some neurologic symptoms. So I basically you know, had to go through with him the various things that could present in a way similar to neurocystorcosis without exactly being neurocystrocosis. So that the the viewers would think, Oh, is this person having seizures? Are they having a stroke? Kind of enough things that are similar. Now obviously those aren't super esoteric, but we certainly look for the esoteric things. We want the uh, the audience and we want our physicians actually on the show to be thinking about those esoteric things and ruling those out in the process, which I think helps to make the show uh, even more interesting.
0: Now, Harley, how often do you have to go back to your Harrison's textbook of medicine to look up some of this, these medical conditions?
1: Oh, it, it's not uncommon. One of my major roles, uh, once the scripts are kind of in the process of being written and being tweaked is to go through every single script line by line to make sure that things are as technically accurate as they can be, considering, you know, that that this is television and this isn't a reality show. Uh, And and certainly, just like ER probably doesn't represent what a normal emergency room is like in terms of the pace of the number of cases and the acuity that comes in for a one-hour drama, uh, the things that happen on house... I think could theoretically happen. Do they really happen on a a daily basis? Probably not. But again, to answer your question, Mark, uh, I don't think there is a single script that I go through where I don't either uh, pull out my Harrisons or go online or use one of my myriad of sources to make sure that things are right and that we've chosen the right diagnoses and make sure that I know what they've thought of as well.
0: Is your role as a medical consultant also involved in training Dr. House and his colleagues in how to say the medical terms and how to do the medical procedures?
1: There is on every script, I forget what the term is, but when it's almost like when you look in the dictionary and you see how something actually sounds, it's really spelled out very clearly for them in a, in a kind of a phonic way. So they know how to pronounce things appropriately. Um, in terms of doing the procedures, whether it's you know, starting an IV or drawing a blood or doing a lumbar puncture. Um, there is actually a nurse uh, whose name is Bobbin, who's uh, on staff of House, uh, and she works full time on the set to make sure that things are being done in the most kind of technically accurate way, so that things don't look foolish. Now, you know, there's certain things that are challenging, and from a visual effects standpoint, the special effects folks have to work quite hard. For example. Many of the patients on, on house end up intubated for one reason or another because they tend to crash. Uh, and obviously, as you would know, Mark, you can't actually intubate someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be you know, kind of creative and, and choose the proper angles uh, to take the shots from so it actually looks like someone is actually intubated. And we have some very good equipment on the set. The set is uh, quite elaborate. Uh, I think I, I don't want to choose the wrong company. I don't remember if it was GE or Siemens actually uh, has has given us, whether it's either an MR or a CT scan, kind of on loan uh, so that things look uh, as real as they should in a real hospital.
0: So none of this is actually filmed in a real hospital. It's all in a set?
1: Yeah, this is all on the the 20th Century Fox lot in Century City. Occasionally, there are shots that are done off-site, but I'm not aware of any of the hospital shots. Uh, that are done uh, off-site. The, it's all uh, a set uh, on a Hollywood lot.
0: I am Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.